0: Welcome to Kids Rebecca. We are up to Simon Pechas. The of Mukssa. the Raman brings down three different reasons for Muksa, which is a very broad category of Dirabanani Surah on Shabbos. He says, first of all, Shabbos has to look different. You have to talk different, you have to walk different. So there should also be a change in activity. So since you're not going to work on Shabbos, you might decide, you know, to clean up the house, to put some stuff in storage, that will take away from the uniqueness of Shabbos. So they're an added muqsa to help generate that specialness. Secondly, if we were allowed to touch things that can be used for a malachah, that can likely lead to us actually doing that malachah. The best example is a pen, which is muksa, because you might come to write with it. The third reason the Rambam gives is that if there's a, if there are people who don't work during the week, when it comes to Shabbos, taking off of work won't mean anything to them, and there will, there'll be no difference between weekday and Shabbos. So muqsa creates that marked difference, even for those people. The raivet adds a fourth reason that if you'd be allowed to touch everything, that will likely lead to Hitsa. It might come to carry some, one of these things into another rishos. Now, in this sim in the kitchen talks about neulod, which is something that became usable in this fashion on Shabbos. He discusses muktsamach mas kisar and kis, where there are things that are hukta. Muksa literally means set aside. So this item is set aside so that it won't be monetarily damaged. There's muktsamach mas gufoy, where there's an item that has no possible use on Shabbos and this where this item is used functionally for a malacha. Now the Kitzv starts off by addressing the idea that if there is something that was not specifically designated for an iser before Shabbos then it doesn't by default land in the category of Moksha. We don't assume that the owner plans on using this for an iser malacha. So, the kitchen says, Das, which means that a person mentally decides that this thing is set aside and says, I'm not going to use this. People normally wouldn't. It doesn't get a din of muksa and you're allowed to move it on Shabbos. So, for example, if someone mentally set aside, right, he, some food which it's, it's not easily eaten, certain uncooked foods, where talks about raw meat, or if it's it's delicious and it's ready to be eaten, but this food is set aside to be sold, even if it's back in storage, or if someone has food which he can feed to the animals. Even on Erev Shabbos, it wasn't for that. If someone has an animal or a bird that died on Shabbos, a live animal, you plan on shechting and eating, feeding to human beings, so, for as regarding animal food, it was huksa. This live bird was not set aside. I mean, it was set aside not to be fed to animals. So, it should be muksa for dog food. But then on Shabbos, when it died, it now becomes dog food. The same would apply if someone had raw meat. And as Shabbos dawned, that meat spoiled. So now it's not fit for human consumption, but an animal, you would still feed it to the dogs. That's not muksa. Likewise, anything that was not muksa, but it changed on Shabbos. It changed into something which is still usable. Like if something broke on Shabbos, but now that it's broken, it's used in some other function. As long as this new function is similar to the old one, since it's similar to the original one, it's not muksa for example, now it ho- it holds food and drink. So it used to hold a gallon, now it's only holding half a cup from like this broken corner of the clee. Nowadays that we wouldn't use a broken clee, it could be that it will become mokso. Now there's no aspect of this clee that is still being used in its original function. So now it's set aside for something else. And Mr. Bruce says that as long as this new broken clee has some function even if it's not the same as the original shalem clee it doesn't seem like the kitzer goes along with that another example would be bones that were extracted from meat on shabbos so now these bones are great to feed to the dogs all of these cases are muttered to move on shabbos unless it's something that you actively pushed away with your hands like figs dried figs and raisins just because you didn't plan on using it this way before Shabbos, it's still a very usable way to use this item on Shabbos, and it doesn't become moksa because of that. The figs and grapes thing is that when you put it out to dry, you're actually putting it there to become inedible. Over here, since he did an action to set it aside and he knows that it will, it's soon gonna become totally inedible, so now he has no plan of eating this at all and it becomes completely moksa. Have a wonderful day.